Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS News Roundup ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Deadly storms. I'm still shaking. One of the most terrifying things I've been through. Georgia voting law. To make it easy to vote and hard to cheat. Angers Democrats. A desperate attempt to squeeze the people out of their own democracy massive sex abuse settlement. This completely changed my life, what he had done to me. Good morning, I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. (laughs) Clearing downed trees outside Birmingham, Alabama. There's plenty of that going on in four states after violent weather. At least two dozen tornadoes reported. At least five people were killed. CBS's Omar Villafranca is in Ohatchee, Alabama this morning. Wave after wave of severe storms pounded the south overnight, dropping tornadoes in the metro Atlanta area. Earlier in the day, storms battered Alabama. Carol Tomlin woke up just in time to take cover in her bathroom before a tornado slashed through her Birmingham neighborhood. I just got in the tub and put the pillows over my over my head in the blanket and just prayed. But I could hear things hitting the house and the house was shaking. She survived, but her neighborhood was badly damaged. The Calhoun County Coroner's Office said three of the five people killed here were family members. Residents tried to quickly clean up the damage during a brief break in the storm. People in Tennessee, Georgia, and Alabama are picking up the mess. For some people in Bibb County, this was a first. I've never experienced a storm before in my life this bad. Kayla Mayfield is just grateful her family survived. The four people that were with me are all I have living in this world. We bunkered down, we prayed to our heavens, missed us by six feet. We're here with God's grace. Georgia's Republican governor has signed a sweeping election overhaul bill. What did she do? Can y'all cite the phone? What did she do? Democratic State Representative Park Cannon was taken away and arrested in a protest just outside Governor Brian Kemp's office as he praised the legislation. Putting hard work in Georgians first starts with ensuring that your voice is heard in restoring each and every citizen's confidence in their vote. The measure includes new restrictions on voting by mail and gives lawmakers greater control over how elections are run. Georgia was a flashpoint state in 2020 that Republicans lost. Democratic Senator Raphael Warnock vows this isn't the last word. This effort to silence the voices of Georgians who stood up in a historic election in November and January will not CBS News election expert David Becker. We're going to be keeping an eye on some laws in other states, particularly states like Arizona and Texas and even Florida, trying to restrict voting, trying to roll back things that have been in place for decades that voters like and that actually lead to integrity. Republican efforts on voting have gotten sharp criticism from President Biden. What I'm worried about is how un-American this whole initiative is. It's sick. 
CBS's Stephen Portnoy says Mr. Biden spent most of his first formal news conference defending his handling of the situation at the southern border. President Biden denies that migrants are heading for the U.S. because they see him as a nice guy. That's not the reason they're coming. He insists migration patterns are cyclical and a function of growing despair in Central America. He stresses most migrants are being turned back, but Mr. Biden defends not turning away unaccompanied children. No previous administration did that either except Trump. And he said he would ultimately return a small child who came alone. There's an overwhelming reason why he'd be put in a plane and flown back to his mom. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, the White House. President Biden now vows 200 million COVID-19 shots in his first 100 days. CBS's Cammie McCormick says there are concerns as more and more of us get vaccinated. As cases among younger Americans rise. The reason we have a lot of COVID right now among younger people is there's still a lot of COVID in the community. And many Americans still aren't showing up for their second shots in South Carolina. This is uh, indeed very concerning. The health department's Nick Davidson. In California, researchers are now focusing on how long immunity lasts. We've learned a lot about how vaccines work, but they don't work the same for everyone. Dr. Eric Prather and others are gathering data on the vaccine's durability by collecting blood samples from volunteers before and after their shots. Now to Boulder, Colorado. There was a vigil last night for the 10 people killed in this week's supermarket shooting. King Supers was reliable. It was safe. It was a place that many of us grew up at. There are truly no words to describe this loss. Attorneys for the 21-year-old murder suspect have asked a court for a mental evaluation of their client. District Attorney Michael Doherty. In any homicide case, it takes at least a year for that case to be tried to completion. I anticipate that would be true in this case as well. Supreme Court justices could decide today whether to hear a case on the expansion of gun rights. The University of Southern California has agreed to pay an $852 million settlement to more than 700 women who accused a longtime campus gynecologist of sexual abuse. One of those women, Audrey Nafziger, says the school knew about the situation but did not protect students. The things I had to tell my husband, the way I looked at myself, all because USC allowed this sexual predator to exist on their campus and care for their women, their Trojan family, for almost three decades. Dr. George Tyndall is now 74 and faces criminal charges. Jacob Blake, the black man who was shot in the back by a white police officer in Kenosha, Wisconsin last summer, has filed a civil lawsuit against the cop who was not charged by prosecutors. The suit claims excessive force and seeks unspecified damages. In the aftermath of the Capitol attack, decisions are being made about future security. No permanent fence. That was the bipartisan message from Senators Roy Blunt and Chris Van Hollen, who joined D.C. Delegate Eleanor Holmes Norton for the legislation that says no money will be used to fund a permanent fence around the Capitol. Senator Van Hollen. We can achieve security here without building a wall. The senator said everyone on both sides of the aisle is on board with this one, adding... This Capitol is... Uh, the citadel of democracy, and we should not turn it into a fortress. Stacy Lynn, CBS News, Capitol Hill. Tugboats and a suction dredger are at work today in the Suez Canal trying to free up the giant container ship that is stuck and wedged sideways, blocking global shipping. About 10% of world trade goes through the canal. Actor Tony Hale says Arrested Development co-star Jessica Walter was a force, and her talent and timing were unmatched. I'll be in the hospital bar. Uh, 
You know, there isn't a hospital bar, Mother. This is why people hate hospitals. Walter, who played the tipsy and toxic matriarch of the bumbling Bluth family, died at 80. Walter was an Emmy winner, and her most memorable film role was in Play Misty for Me, opposite Clint Eastwood. There are new incentives for people to get the COVID vaccine. Is a free donut the right way to say thanks? Krispy Kreme's got you covered. The donut company's offer of free treats for people who've gotten shots has prompted health-conscious critics to lash out over concerns about pandemic weight gain, fat shaming, and vaccination prioritization for the obese. Emergency physician Leanna Wen, a former Baltimore health commissioner, points out having an original glazed every day could lead to about 15 pounds of weight gain by the end of the year. Krispy Kreme says it's standing by its offer to show support to people doing their part to make the country safe. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. A marijuana dispensary in Michigan is giving vaccinated people over 21 a free pre-rolled joint. A Cleveland brewery is offering 10-cent beers. And a New Jersey gym owner says he's offering free memberships to people who don't get vaccinated. The World News Roundup is produced by Paul Ferry. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital editions wherever you get your books. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. And how long have you been the, the producer of this? We've been doing this for two years now. Okay. And and what is it like to attempt to uh, get feedback from me about the podcast? Be honest about how quickly I respond to emails. You actually respond to emails surprisingly fast. Really? I, I think you might be the only person I respond to. <laughs> <laughs> I respond to quickly. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. I expected I expected you to lay into me. Well, this was over the strike period. Oh, I had time. Yeah. See, that, that, does, that doesn't count. <laughs> Sure, I responded to everything because responding to you, putting reruns up on the podcast, was like a form of employment. Yeah. And I felt like I had something to get up for every yeah. day. So thank you for that. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts.